Welcome to Nerd News Now for March 2nd, 2020. Um, we're just laughing. It's fine. It's that kind of day. It's just that kind of day. Um, <laughs> hey, tomorrow is Super Tuesday. Yeah, not Fat so, Tuesday. Very different. So uh, I think I'll get your guys' ideas, thoughts about best and worst leaders in comics and geekdom. Ooh, we'll do that. Uh, a horror movie actually made money. Whoa. And, it, and it has an 89 on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and Jarek, I know you were excited about some big Star Wars news. Yeah. And a new direction for Star Wars, uh, starting out with books, comics, graphic novels, which will probably lead to big picture stuff. So we'll talk about all that and more on Nerd News Now. Nerd News Now, March 2nd, 2020. Uh, we got Jarek, Miss Jen, and myself, Mark. Mark, myself. Mark, you Mark yourself? Yeah. Did My, myself. You, Mark himself. Did you know that, uh, going back to Olive Garden, um, yeah. that Olive Garden and Fazoli's, like another like, Italian fat, like, faster food kind of chain, you have the exact same distributor, they have the exact, use almost the exact same ingredients, and it's almost half the price at Fazoli's? Um, you know what? The more you know. We used to have a Fazoli's in the area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went there a lot. It was good. And the breadsticks were quite comparable to yeah. Olive Garden. They are, because it's the almost the exact same breadstick. But the freaking know. oligarchy. Oligarchy. Yeah, the oligarchy, man. <laughs> they just respect. came in they came in and just ended that. So <laughs> wait, they're, re- the they're really owned owned by the same No, they're owned, but they have the same like food distributor. Or they go yeah. to the same like organization that yeah. does it. So like the chicken parmesan you'd get at, you know, the Olive Garden, you're gonna uh-huh. get at the Frizzoli's as well. And like it's almost the exact same food. Wait, 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 dude. Fuzzolis, right? The Fuzzolis. When you call it Fuzzolis, I thought maybe that's just how they mispronounced Carl's Jr. as Hardee's. Oh, yeah. There might have been at some point. It might have been during the end of the, the Frizzoli Wars. Yeah. Uh, when Fuzzolis went out, obviously. Uh, but no, yeah, same food, almost half the price, and it's, you know, a lot more casual. I supported casual. it. I supported it when it was here. Um, you know, it, and... and it's just easy. Yeah. I think yeah. my friend Mike back home, like, single-handedly supported the Fazoli's that was in, like, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Is this still open? It's very much still open okay. because of his contributions to Fazoli's. He's almost yeah. there every day. I don't understand it. But, yeah. Um, so just so yeah. you know, it's a fun yeah. little fact for you. Now I'm hungry for Hardy's cinnamon raisin biscuits. Yeah. Icing. They got good breakfast. They have good breakfast commercials. So they do. Good. And, uh, oh, there's a fast food war. Really? Yeah. You guys Still? hear about this one? Yeah, I mean, but one of them should just not have bothered to show up. <laughs> okay, so... Which, what's this one? Here, now, now I'm curious, because I think both of them should show up. Mm-hmm. So, here's what I'm talking about. Maybe it's mm-hmm. something completely... Because there's got to be a f- different fast food war every day, right? Oh, yeah. Like, ever so, since the Popeye's chicken sandwich, like, the ferocity on social media has come out. Uh, this Wendy's is the free is, thing, right? No, well, this is not the same thing, then. Well, Wendy's is starting breakfast. Okay. And McDonald's is throwing all kinds of shade. Like, stop. Don't do this. Is Go Wendy's home. like is Wendy's throwing Wendy's great shade right back? Uh yeah. Oh, oh wow. They Wendy's. have a very good social media. Their social runner. media presence yeah. is fantastic so, because of the shade. And and now I think uh I think McDonald's is gonna start just giving out free breakfast sandwiches. So be on the lookout for that. That's what I uh, understood. Today okay. McDonald's was giving away egg muffins. So yeah, it's, it's because of Wendy's is coming out and starting breakfast, and they're like, just stop. Didn't uh, Burger King for a while give you like a free promotion, or if you if you order ahead of time, 
within like a like within X amount of distance from McDonald's, or the order was like one dollar. I did not know that. And I think they had a thing going for a while where it's like show up, you get a, you can get a Whopper for like a buck as long as you like you know you sign in like whatever this app thing they were doing for it like within you know fifteen feet of McDonald's and then like it just it tracked those locations and there's a one dollar Whopper now. It's so funny because there is a McDonald's right next to a Burger King in the woodlands. Yes. <laughs> yeah, within, within about do. within about fifteen feet. So, so there you go. So you can probably just walk in the store. Like there it is, free yeah. Whopper. Um. But really, the joke's on anyone who does that because they're just completely tracking your information. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I don't know. Food uh, so since we're already way off topic and we started out giggling anyway, uh, rate, rate fast food breakfast. What, what's your go-to if you had to do it? Mm. Surprisingly, Chick-fil-A is high on my list. Yeah. yeah. Like those chicken biscuits where it's literally a piece of chicken in a biscuit, nothing else, surprisingly good. Because uh, they made it okay to eat fried chicken for breakfast. Right. That's why. Yeah. I mean, I think... chicken minis. Yeah, yeah. Because it's got the little, it's the little biscuit, so sweet. Yeah, it's I think just that's like a it's honey biscuit. Just, it's just, it's, it's, they're feeding you a chicken sand, tiny chicken sandwiches for breakfast. Yeah, so yeah. it works out. It's, it's, yeah. Um, McDonald's hash brown. Yeah. Not good for you at all. But like, good it's for the like, soul. Yeah, but good for the soul. That McDonald's consistently has released endorphins for me. <laughs> my whole life. I mean, that's basically what it is, right? I mean, yeah. there was the whole, the whole, you know, supersize me. Yeah. And now that's coming back, and I don't know what he's doing, but there's, there is, Morgan Spurlock has been working on a supersize me too. Has he, did he like almost die from supersize me one? Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it definitely threw off his blood work for sure. Yeah. Um, that man is crazy. Yeah. So I don't. I think it was something to do with fried chicken. I oh, look, I think I, I think and, I see a Chick-fil-A sandwich in there. Well, he might chicken have been just mini. eating chicken for every meal because you can do that now. Yeah. Uh, um, holy chicken. You know, <laughs> speaking of Wendy's jumping into the fray, someone else did this not too long ago, and it wasn't bad. Taco Bell. Taco Bell for breakfast. I mean, basically yeah. you just substitute, you know, the meat or you whatever breakfast it is. Breakfast quesarito that's yummy. Yeah. Yeah, so Super Size Me 2 was about chicken. Now, I don't know what the stipulations were, if it was like every 30 days, and, or, or like eating it for 30 days every meal, because, uh, yes, you are correct. He pretty much threw off his Got whole it. body chemistry with, with McDonald's three meals every day. Fun fact, yeah. met him in person. Really? That was in one of his films. Which Wait, one? which one? Hold on. Wait, hold on. Were you in that one scene in that one movie? Because I totally recognize you. Wait, because I, I was a PA on one of his films. See, we didn't Comic-Con, know this. We didn't know this about each other. Comic Con Four or Phantom? No, it wasn't. It was. Oh, a, it was the. Uh, so it was close. It, it was the one about the church chorus, like the don't the stop shopping. Oh yeah. Chorus. Uh, he he actually took over the film because one of his friends was directing and got into a bad car wreck. So oh, when I was li- when I was in, living in Dallas, uh, I was a PA, yeah. and I incorrectly told the entire bus of the full production. To turn into the wrong area of the Galleria Park garage, but they were cool about it. But also, to like I don't do <laughs> well with park. I I do don't do well with parking garages in general or directions. So that's on them. Spurlock just <laughs> sees you and goes, "That parking guy." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but that was just one thing out of out of the day that happened. So it was fine after that. It was a uh, very interesting, and I've never actually seen the movie. They gave me like the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's called like. Reverend Billy and the Stop Shopping Choir, okay. and they would basically go like we went to Highland Park Mall, 
And basically, with malls, you have to just go shoot and get out because yeah, because they down. they even if you got camera phones and stuff nowadays, mm-hmm. they'll get after you yeah. real bad. So, uh, but yeah, so they would go in under the guise of you know dressed all in these nice purple choir robes, and it was like old favorites, but the words were changed to be you know anti Best Buy, anti Target stuff like that. Hmm. So pretty pretty interesting, pretty cool though. Uh, so you said, so you were in the one about the Comic-Con, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, Comic-Con. Okay. It had the most weird title ever. It was Comic-Con. Episode 4, A Fan's Hope. Yeah, and that was, with, wasn't that with, uh, didn't Joss Whedon have something to do uh-huh. with that? And Stan Lee. Okay. Now, Did I, I get to meet Stan during that? He was in the same, we all watched it in the same movie theater together as the premiere. Because I... I remember buying an exclusive copy of that at Toys R Us with a with figures. Uh, yeah, Joss Whedon, Stan Lee figure. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is, Comic Con episode four, Fans Hope. Yeah, right. that's it. So you were what interviewed in this? Uh, actually, I was slated to be the cosplayer person that's in there. Oh, film, okay. But, uh, at last minute, they chose the other sweet girl that's in it, uh, Holly, and she's amazing. I'm glad they picked her. But uh, you'll see my costume work. Uh, I'm in my Mothra costume for a lot of the costume part. You have a Mothra me, costume? On I am learning so much of this. <laughs> yeah. 24 foot wingspan. What? Wow. Now, what was that made out of? Just very, it's a fuzzy, this is a fuzzy one. So it's like the main body was like my the length of me and then the arms that I actually could move my wings. But this was at SDCC, right? So yeah. how did you get that costume out there? Did that take a full suitcase? Um, no, actually I had made it so it was completely collapsible. I actually shipped, wow. I shipped it all in a essentially half. Well, actually, a wardrobe box. Like I did all oh, so you box. shipped it to yourself, to and from? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so you, so you didn't have to mess with it on a plane oh, or anything this. like that. Try it. There's Holly. Holly's sweet. Yeah. So well, we almost crossed paths way earlier. That's right. But, uh, Steve's so cool. Yeah. I realized Chaz was in this. Kevin, shout out Kevin Smith. Um, they were like commercial or not. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, so anyway, that we just got way off the rails. Yeah, so uh, no, top list, top rating goes McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, no, in no order. Yeah. McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, mm, surprisingly Taco Bell. Yeah. I agree, surprisingly Taco Bell. I'm not ashamed to say, I've, I, I am ashamed to say I've eaten Taco Bell breakfast, mm-hmm. but like I am not ashamed to say it's surprisingly good. And yeah. I am not close to a Carl Jr. or, you know, slash Hardy's, mm-hmm. because they yeah, got yeah. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But that would probably... That would be up there. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, just, uh, oh, Whataburger. Taquitos. Yeah. Oh. We're talking fast those. food. You don't like those? No, I haven't. I've never had them. I didn't really have them. So I was doing a $25 that event. That is wild. This last, like, November. And yeah. I was jokingly talking to one of our regulars that came in at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning to hang out and, like, see what we're up to. And they're like, hey, yeah. And they're like, they're like do you need anything? And I'm like, yeah, well, if you want to drop off some proper breakfast, we don't have anything planned for that. He's like, ah, Okay. He leaves, and like ten minutes later, I get a call. I was like, "You guys actually want breakfast?" And we're sitting, Chaz and I, and like the five other guys, and like, "I mean, sure. I mean, he's gonna get it for Chaz and I. That's really all that we used to worry about. Yeah. Like, yeah, everything else is fine." I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool." Hour later, he shows up with just a whole bunch of water burger. That was the like breakfast. the uh, hmm? the breakfast. Yeah, the breakfast stuff. So we had like the uh, the cinnamon rolls. Yeah, and a bunch of the taco, the breakfast tacos, stuff like that. That's so. what they so they call them taquitos. Taquitos, oh. but uh. Here it's a little different because see so you're you're from up north yes and now how long have you been in Texas that's surprising that I, you I grew up in Texas I grew okay. up in Georgetown so just not a big Waterburger person no I don't understand okay. Waterburger actually if I had my choice like right now if I could yeah. be starving 
Um, I would go to Taco Cabana and get that big box of like assorted ones where it's like the bean and cheese breakfast and the, burrito. And those are <laughs> those are economical. You can get like a box of those for oh, yeah, like, like, like 12 bucks. But yeah. What about the tacos at Stripe? I What do you what about those? No, I'm I'm for those. Okay. Like like back in the day if I I would not have been like a food at a gas station person. Yeah. But now with the evolution of Bucky's and food trucks oh, and all gosh, this stuff, it's like yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Like our immune system is so high when it comes to, <laughs> to food now, just like it's fine. Yeah. As long as long as it's warm. As long as it's warm. Yeah. I, I mean I guess I could bring like a food thermometer with me everywhere I go and just stick it in gas station tacos, make sure it's like one sixty five, good to go. Because that's been sitting under a heat lamp all day. It would yeah, it would never it would never reach. It would never reach that Ooh. point. No. Um but that's uh, horrorable. That's a wink for everyone listening to the podcast. Now, this is not a fast food establishment, and I don't know how widespread it is, but have you been to the kolache factory? That's where it's at. What is a kolache? Oh, my God. I'm getting looks at from everyone. Uh, uh, Yeah. I don't... Well, no, it's fine, because we're we're here to help. You know, culture... We're here to help. I am an uncultured carpetbagger from the far north. I'm not going to... I'm not going to harp on the taquito thing, because it's like, if you're not a Whataburger person... Oh, but what I was going to say about taquitos... They are available from 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. That's oh, a little odd, but apparently, if you're partying, yeah, then the it's a good, good, good late night snack there. I uh, might get some taquitos then on my way home. Miss Jim, do yes. you have, do you have a, like a one or two sentence definition of kolache that you can pass along? It's like a, it's like a pastry that's really closely related to like biscuit. Okay, and then it's usually filled with something that's like you can get, you can get usually. Kolaches are going to be like either a fruit one or a hearty one. Which okay. The ones that they make here are not the traditional ones you would get in like Chicago, which look way different. The ones here, they make them, they're almost like a giant bun. And inside they put like uh, ham and cheese. Okay. And they're delicious, delicious, delicious they bread with some sort of meat inside. Okay. That's what they are here. Here it's like, like delicious bread and then sausage. Different types of sausages, maybe ham and cheese. Oh, okay. Maybe around here in Texas, boudin. Boudin kolaches. Those are good. Producer <laughs> Justin's no. shaking his head. You, you don't like boudin kolaches, Justin, our producer? Um, so it's but, like, uh, but traditionally, pig, pig in the blanket. They, they're, they're, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. They, yeah. Pig in the blanket, but good. Okay. But good. I mean, I don't know. Like, it, whenever I have tried to make pigs in the blanket at home, the bread's hard. The sauces is dried yeah. out. This tastes really um, soft. But traditionally, Jared, they are from Poland. Yeah. And it's fruit. Okay. It's almost they almost look like open faced like a Danish. Okay. But if you go to Kalachi factory, which we talked about. Because you know how like people have to take something and just like make it extra. Yeah. Nowadays. America. We're talking about sausage and gravy kolaches. We're talking is. about like barbecue. That's what a real kolache Barbecue is. kolaches. My favorite is though is the ranchero where it's just uh, mm. eggs, cheese, jalapenos, and bacon all mashed up and put in there. Damn. And their bread is awesome. Um, There's a kolache factory near my house. I could go check that yeah. out tomorrow. Oh, those pin. If you kolaches. look at the ones that look, sort of look like the open faced fruit Danish, that's that would be a traditional Polish kolache. But. Yeah. Here and when I say here, America and especially Texas, we put the meat into it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Meats. So. Oh, there you go. There's 
But but that is Hardee's in that situation. We have the meats, right? Arby's, it's not Hardee's. Arby's, whatever it is. Arby's, Hardee's. You can tell I don't eat a lot of Hardee's. We go to Arby's. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, um, There's no, as far as I know, there's well, there you you could probably get a drive-through at like Shipley's around here. No, Kochi's. Yeah. But if you want like just. Every kolache under the sun, kolache factory. Is there like a Southwest kolache? Uh, Ranchero. Okay. Would be that. What about like a barbecue pork kolache? Uh, yes, it's pretty much like a Hot Pocket, but that's okay. what it is. Well, with, like with better bread. Not, it's, yeah, not, it's, it's a Hot Pocket. It's not frozen it's, on the it's, inside. <laughs> it's not burning it's on not the inside. It's not lava on the inside. But, but it's, I mean bread surrounding meat. Yeah. Like a po- in a pocket form. God's perfect food. Hot pocket? Yes. Um, why? Because it's like the ultimate test of love and patience. <laughs> you just you know, the old gym, right. Well, the old, well, the old Jim Gaffigan thing about yeah. it's like always, it's always perfect. And by perfect, I mean frozen on the inside, but somehow scolding at the same time. Why are they talk about hot pockets so much? This show. Yeah. That's it. Man. Isn't this a show yeah. about nerd stuff? Yeah. <laughs> well, nerd I mean, eats. Yeah. We eat a lot. You gotta have yeah. a lot of fuel to keep up with all this. Comics, culture, video games, tabletop games, all this stuff. And more. Speaking of food, I brought you guys something. Did you? Hey! Um, it's a box of peanut butter sandwiches, for those of you listening. And, uh, <laughs> so now, woo! And, and uh, so, Jarek, you had initiated what I thought was a joke. It was probably real, but we all ran out of time. No, we were is... actually We were actually going to make a recipe mm-hmm. yeah. using Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. yeah. Now, we weren't able to do that. No, but, that happened. Yeah. But you actually found one I that found you're going it. to try. What is that? This is a girl... It started off with a Girl Scouts of America, you know, recipe. Yeah. It's a Pad Thai chicken using uh, peanut butter sandwiches as part of the base for the peanut butter sauce, as oh, well yeah. as the crust for it for the chicken. So I'm going to take this recipe. I'm going to modify it a bit. My mouth is watering already thinking about this. We make this like this, almost like a stir-fried ramen type thing. Yeah. And it's, we have a peanut butter sauce for it. So I'm, me and my little creative, you know, fat man, you know, food engineering mentality. I'm like, huh, what if I put two and two together and make a peanut butter ramen stir-fry using peanut butter cookies? Yeah. Can you do it? I think I can do it. I think So that's the recipe. If those of you looking and listening, it's like an encrusted kind of thing, but it looks good. So now, these of, are with these, right? These are with these. Yeah. Okay, because the, there's, there's two peanut butter-based ones. Not the patties. Not you don't, the patties. You don't want the chocolate. Uh, the chocolate. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. have found a recipe that I'm going to modify, and I kind of hope you guys do the same. Yeah. I'm serious about this. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you do pad thai noodles? Yeah. Do you do that? I've... Um, I don't like the way they tell it. Like I, I've never been able to do it the way they tell you to cook them. Yeah, which is just like thing. let them sit in like lukewarm water for like half an hour. Yeah, and they they always still come out hard and not not like al dente. Like, al dente. Well, because you can't like, boil them like Italian pasta. No, you if you do, they kind of just right. But you gotta like you gotta do something with them. Fried Samoa shrimp. Yeah, there see, you go. We yeah. gotta stop yeah. talking about food. Yeah, why not? Why? Welcome yeah. back we to uh, food news food. now. <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah. over to the pizza place right now. I will walk out. Yeah. Um, okay, just to wrap this up, what favorite fast food breakfast? <laughs> We're back to this. Well, well, I didn't let her answer. So. That's true. That's true. I think Chick Fil A really. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Yeah. All right. right. I'm telling you, fried chicken for breakfast. Can't go wrong with that. Because mm. if you were. Ever in Houston, this is not fast food, but if you're That's Houston ever, for those of you in the rest of America. I don't know why he does that, because it's Houston, Houston, whatever. The H is there. <laughs> That's fine. 
But I got that southern drawl. Houston. You do not. Houston. Boy. <laughs> you are pure white bread. <laughs> I just feel like, it, it feels like I need an extra weed. Like, Houston. Like, I'm almost sneezing. How do you say like, Houston? How do you say wheat thins? Wheat thins. So it's not wet thins? Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Anyway, go to the Breakfast Club. Breakfast, okay. breakfast Club. Have either of you been to the Breakfast Club? I've seen the movie. But the one with the K. No, I have no idea what that is. It is uh, in downtown Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston. Best chicken and waffles ever. Oh, okay. And I've, I've been to Roscoe's in L.A., but like best chicken and waffles. And uh, catfish and grits for breakfast. Think about it. Hmm. I don't know. I've had it, better at the Phoenician. All right, okay. Back what, the catfish and grits? No, the, the, the chicken and waffles. Wait, have, you, the had, Phoenician wait, have you had breakfast club? No. Then you don't know if you visit better. But it's so good. But I haven't had Venetian, so we'll just have to. All right, yeah, yeah. Pick your top three. Yeah. Pick your pick. Pick your fighter for this. All right. Uh, for like American style sit down breakfast, uh, Denny's, IHOP, Waffle. Anything else? Waffle. Uh, <laughs> waffle House. Waffle House names. Waffle I'm, House. I'm a, a carpet bagger. I don't know these things. Waffle House. But IHOP. For a cheap, pretty, pretty decent pancake. I don't know. It's not a Waffle House. It's a Waffle Home, and I I live by the Waffle House. Okay, you know, well, live the, by it, die by it, man. The the problem is here in yeah. the Woodlands. We have so many breakfast bistro places. Texas Compadres makes the best pancakes. Oh yeah, no lie. I've never been there. They 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 make them with love and lots of vanilla. I think. Yeah. They're so tasty. Make them with love and lots of vanilla. <laughs> yeah, lots <laughs> of vanilla. Like, I've never. We're okay. We'll talk about that later. But I gotta figure out. Is there an entire episode that. where it's just food stuff? I mean, we're we're halfway I think there. We're, we're halfway there. We're about what is it? Twenty like, minutes in, and we've not we have about, not gotten off the food train. Talk about lunch. What? But the thing is, there are a lot of cookbooks out there now. Yeah. That, Take recipes and put a nerd twist on them. There is a Dungeons and Dragons cookbook coming out, and I oh, for we sure talked have about one. that. And I still am not sold I on that. I for sure have one signed up for me at my store. Yeah, <laughs> although there's plenty of you know uh, ice molds out there that can probably be modified into yeah desserts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. For... There's a there's a cool manga coming out actually where it's all about uh, these adventurers get lost in the dungeon mm-hmm. and they have to start eating the monsters they come across and like how do you how do you prepare these monsters. Uh, it sounds really cool. Be, I got the notification for it yesterday. From is that what the cookbook's based off of? Oh, I hope not. Okay, <laughs> but no, keep your eye out for that. Find a dragon <laughs> yeah. or a minotaur. Uh, it would be, but at some point we could review one of those cookbooks because I feel like out of all the fandoms, there has to be one that's better yeah. than the other one to cook mm-hmm. for. Although, you know, you can probably just take all these dishes and just put some sort of name on it. Oh, but yeah. it would be it would be fun to see which of the cookbooks sticks most authentically to the fandom. Because hmm. mm-hmm. Wookie Cookie, I mean, it sounds fun, but it's probably just a cookie. No, it's popcorn Vivian with... Vivian um, used to make really good Lambus no, bread. Junior Mints? Junior what, Mints. What was it? Or, uh, what did you tell us thin last mints. week? Popcorn thin and Thin Mints, thin mints yeah. Mm-hmm. Helping it out. That's right. Wookie the cookies. Wookie Cookie. There's a Lambus bread recipe from like a... I don't know. I think she made it up herself. It tastes so good. That's from Lord of the Rings, for those of you who don't know the reference. Which, if you don't, shame on you. But wait, don't you get two breakfasts? No, you forgot about second breakfast. That, that, well, no, I didn't forget about second breakfast. <laughs> you don't you get two. Second breakfast. You don't have time for second breakfast. Uh-huh. You gotta get to weather time. That's, the so old, that's my one takeaway from the movie, is that Hobbits ate a second breakfast. Because 
What about eleven but seeds? The, the thing is, they walk so much you would have to. Potatoes. Yeah. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's potatoes can be used for a lot of good breakfast too. Yeah, and for saving the Irish people. Yeah. Um, do we have to talk about? Nerd culture today? Do we have to? I, yeah. I kind of. There's, there's a. Let's go I mean, for it. I for sure want to get to uh, the the comics side. Yeah, for, let's, uh, let, let's get to it. Um, Star Wars: High Republic. So, we'll just go box office real briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Invisible Man. Anyone see it? No, not yet. Um, not first successful yet. horror movie. I looked at the the horror movies that have been released like the last three months. They all got like seven million, nine million, five million. This one gets mm-hmm. twenty nine million. Dang. Uh, you know, beat out Sonic for the number one spot. Uh, Sonic made 16, Call of the Wild. Let's out a final whimper with 13 million. That one's led by, you know, Harrison Ford, and they said it's set to lose like 50 million based on the production. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, how many times can you do Call of the Wild? I guess you can do anything any number of times, but I just don't know if there was a lot of hype behind this. Well, it's failure. She's gotten, gotten a real dog. Yeah, that that was their entire failure. Oh, because the CG. Watch it because yeah. The CG. yeah, it's also one where like the first time I saw like the, the trailer for it, I was I saw um, uh, Dragon Cold Oscopy first. Yeah, and then yeah. that, and there was another animal movie afterwards. I'm like, what the hell is this? Is this the spring of the animal movies now? But are they all CG? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and I was just like, seriously, is that all I have to look forward to for the next seven months before summer? Yeah. Oh, sorry, three four months before summer. Yeah, one of Wisconsin. Uh, the the CG dog a bit much, I think. Why, why can't we go back to the days of Homeward Bound? I like those. I mean, Disney yeah. did it for years and years, having a lot of the animal actors, and why can't we do it now? Yeah, and Michael J. Fox was the voice. I gotta look that up. Who else was the oh, voice yeah. cast in Homeward? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Was it Homeward Bound or Incredible Journey? I get those two confused oh. all the time. Um, I think it was Incredible Journey with Michael J. Fox. Yes, he was voicing a dog. Oh, um, well, if only we had. Oh, Homer Bound the Incredible it, Journey. It's all. It's, it, it, it's okay. like is it Edge of Tomorrow or Live Die Repeat? It, yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Um, uh, yeah, Michael J. Fox. Homer Bound, Go Dog Go, and then he actually was in both. Face. If you look at, it, you should have been called Go Dog Go. It really should. Just like Live Die Repeat. <laughs> go Dog Go. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So, are you a horror fan? I'm a bit of a horror fan. Horror. Uh, uh, you say horror wrong? It's it sounds horror. wrong. It's horror. No H. Or. No, no, definitely the horror. horror. You got to really okay. emphasize the errors. Uh, Miss Jen and I are not horror fans, so I want to see it. It looks interesting. I sure. like like if it was like sci-fi, scary, like aliens. Well, this stuff I like. Yeah. I just don't like. Yeah. So like out there sci-fi because this one involves science to make him invisible or whatever. But. Yeah. So are you, would you be like a fan of like I don't know Event Horizon or is that still too much like? No, Event Horizon is good. Okay. I just, don't to, like, yeah, to... I just don't like, you know, like, this could happen in my house later. I don't like Oh, this. yeah, yeah. So I was watching an episode of Star Trek, going back to the whole war thing, and, mm-hmm. like, he was, like, legitimately, like, what, what, what is going on here? Like, there's a scene where, like, Dr. Crusher, Next Generation, best series, um, is, like, in the morgue, kind of going over these patients, trying to, like, see what, what's wrong, because they're stuck in this weird situation. She hears this rustling behind her, and she's like, okay, and she goes to, like, go see where it is, and she's... She's examining it, and the rustling happens again, and she turns around, and at this point, the camera's on her. She turns, and it zooms out, and you see all the patients in the morgue are sitting straight up with, like, those sheets over them. You can barely make out their faces, and it's like, what is this? This is Star Trek. This is definitely not, uh, 
Not this. The episode is uh, Night Terrors for anyone who wants to check it out. Yeah, it's number oh, six. It's oh, yeah. Um, like, yeah, right. Oh, it's, that's the imagery. And it's like, it's there's so many instances throughout the entire episode where it's, just, it's unsettling. And it's really well done. Highly recommend for anyone who wants to see, like, Star Trek at a different level. I wonder if they got brought in a horror, 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 horror? director for that. Oh, they must have. Because that's definitely not... Gene Roddenberry would be rolling in his grave by that point. Yeah. He was dead. But he had like an extra like week or two before that happened. I used what? to play this game called um, uh, Starship Smackdown. Okay. When I, when I would host at conventions. And it really was like we'd have like two random ships that like, match up. And uh, for some reason, every single time the TARDIS would win, even though it hmm. wasn't true. But <laughs> yeah. they would argue themselves. So I used to take the TARDIS out. But... Uh, I have a lot of times that we put the Event Horizon in the running and people didn't truly understand how dangerous the Event Horizon was. Yeah. And I was like, Event Horizon would lose, would win every single time. Oh yeah, the minute you're on it. actually knew what he did it. Yeah, the minute you're on that thing, you're done. I'm sorry. Just proximity is all it needs. Yeah. Mm. You would have to fight it from very far away. Yeah. I just like the final scene where the doors start closing on after the wake. Oh, God. Great movie. I wish there was... I wish the... Uh, the um, Deleted scenes were preserved because, like, you listen to the like, you, you you read the story of everything else that goes on. There's there's so many more scenes that further pile into this movie to make it so much more like in depth. But because of the really bad um, like reviews for it, the initial few screenings, and they had to cut it down. Really weird production stories for this. Um, they got rid of it, and they, it's not there. Oh, I got and, destroyed. Like, yes, like, they they don't <gasps> exist anymore. Good. So you will never see an extended cut of. Event Horizon with all these extra scenes in there that really flesh it out more. It would, it would make it a better movie in general. Was there ever any other stuff? Or was the universe ever expanded through, you know, not uh, um, you know, like radio drama or video games or I, comics or anything? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, it's It stands out, I think, as a standalone film because of that, but it's one where um, if you look the um the fan theories for it, it's... Mm. it's it's the start of the 40k universe for Warhammer. Um, there's a lot of weird similarities and things and weird fun stuff of that. But there, oh, okay. as far as I know, there was no um, no expansion expanding on it. It's kind of its own thing, and because of, like the weird production hell it was in during production, I don't think there was I don't think there was ever any plans to, despite it being a cult film. I just didn't know if like the cutscenes were enough to be worth it coming back in some reiteration. It would re- be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. But no, yeah. That that ship would win every time, and like a starship mm-hmm. fight off. Um, agreed. The Rosatana, though, close. So that's about that's about the limit of horror. Then horror. Is that what we're talking about? Event Horizon. Yeah. No, Event no, Horizon is like it? okay. That's have you seen it? No. Ooh, you gotta see this movie. It is. It's a movie. Yeah. And I say that in a good way. Not in a rampage is a movie. Movie. This is a movie that you gotta see. I mean, Rampage could be a movie. I mean, it is a movie. It's yeah. it's, it, it's an action movie. <laughs> but, like, Event Horizon is fantastic. It is totally deserves its spot as a cult film. It should be more respected. Highly recommend. Okay. Sorry, Invisible Man, though. Definitely want to check that out still. Yeah. Yeah. 89. I mean, that's really high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Um... And then, uh, other movie news real quick. Uh, Uncharted, which it seems like has been in production forever, be starring Tom Holland as a young Nathan Drake, Mark Wahlberg as his mentor. Uh, they signed uh, Venom director 
uh, Ruben Fleischer to direct that one and signed Antonio Banderas in an unknown role. Uh, either of you have any interest in this movie when it comes out about a year from now, March 2021? I want to see a trailer first. Yeah. I think yeah. I had my heart set on Nathan Fillion being Nathan Drake. So, because it just looked... That would say been, he doesn't just like, show up and be the older himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, you know, the Uncharted universe, so it's, right. I mean, it could happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, it could. It's Nathan Fillion told the story of how back when I was a young adventurer. <laughs> Um, we'll see if that's, we'll, we'll see if that, I mean, as far as I know, that's probably the next big comic book movie to look forward to, so we'll see if it, you know, how that does compare to what Sonic did, because Sonic way overachieved. Sonic um, movie, that's a video game movie. And then did either of you see the trailer for Justice League Dark Apocalypse War? The no. DC animated. Uh, it's going to have the biggest roster for a DC movie, animated mm. or not, um, Probably like three dozen characters based on the trailer. Hmm. But of course, uh, versus Darkseid and Apocalypse. Did, did either of you see the first Justice League Dark? I haven't watched any of the animated. So oh, I've okay. seen bits and pieces of it, but I haven't been able to sit and watch the full thing. That's just a very interesting team to me because yeah. it's uh, Zatanna and Swamp Thing and Constantine. And I like, uh, even though the NBC show did not do well because... That had no business being on NBC primetime. Uh, the Constantine show, uh, he was played by Matt Ryan, who's still on Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does all the voice work whenever they have Constantine. He's in a the great animation. Constantine. He's good. I love him. In that he's, he's really good. But uh, that'll have him, Jerry O'Connell as Superman, and uh, Tysa Formiga as Raven. That'll be out this spring. So that's their next big DC animated movie. I like those because it's stuff that. If they were on top of this whole thing, like Marvel was, if they were on like their 25th movie yeah. right now, we might have seen Justice League Dark on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think this is about as close as we're going to get. And, and, unless they turn it all around. Yeah, I yeah. wish the animated universe of the DC like, side of things yeah. was more prevalent. Because it is really well done stuff. It's, like, done. It's, it's well done. Good quality animation, good, good stories, and great voice acting. Like, yeah. It should be a lot bigger than it is. And they reach for stories like Justice League Dark that would otherwise not yeah. be covered. So. Yeah. Um, and then going to the small screen real quick, WandaVision wraps production. They had a, a shot of a, a cast and crew wrap, pretty much of like the 100 people that are behind that show. Uh, the, so that's done. It's the first one to be done. Uh, but yet it's not coming out till December. So as of now, they still have Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out ahead of that, even though that's not done. So I wonder if that's going to change at some point. Uh, and then, so that releases on Disney Plus in December. Uh, and then, other Disney Plus news, they do not have a She-Hulk yet. They do not have a release date for a She-Hulk. But, Mark Ruffalo confirmed he is in talks to make at least one episode appearance on the show. I know I want to be She-Hulk. Yeah? I, don't, I actually don't know her name, which makes me feel really horrible right now. But the really pretty... A uh, lady who was in Deadpool. She played like the role of the toughy. She oh, stands Gina up to Colossus. Gina Carano. She stands oh, up to she'd be Colossus. She just has that look. Yeah, she'd be and perfect. She has, I mean, you got you I, can't like have someone that's like well, just put some CGI muscles on her. You can't. I have, think you can't she have, could probably beat any of us to death. You can't have Natalie Portman as you know the new Thor. You can't. You can't I don't because know. she doesn't don't need know. to be muscular. I know. I just. I. I. That's one. Anyway, no. Gina Carano would be a great She-Hulk. 
Uh, Mr. have you seen Mandalorian? The Baby Yoda show? No, but I, I feel like she's I've seen that. enough in my feed. That she's on that. She, yeah, oh, she's on she that. She has a she, she, she great... Yeah, and, and, they, yeah. and they put her MMA skills to use. Okay. Yeah, she, one. yeah. She, she oh, used tackling people. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, no wonder she looks like she could yeah. beat me to death. <laughs> she yeah, I, she she had a really promising career, and then she ran into Cyborg, if you're familiar with MMA. Mm. But, uh, yeah, she... Um, I can't remember the name of... There, there was an action film she was in, and she was the, the star of it, and it was by a pretty big director. Uh, but it kind of just came and went. But I think yeah. with, mm-hmm. with Mandalorian, she's getting a lot of push to be She-Hulk. Oh, so oh. I'm not the first person that's put that name out there. Okay, good. Oh, no. Yeah, no it no, might happen. Yay! No, no yeah. she's... Yeah, she'd be a perfect fit for that, I think. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. But I'm just really glad that Mark Ruffalo has... You know, because... I, I wanted that to happen. It should happen. It makes sense the way they're you know putting MCU on to Disney Plus, mm-hmm. but they never did that with ABC stuff. With, mm-hmm. with they just they always said they were going to, and then you maybe get like some kind of character down the line from a film that appeared in an episode or two, like Lady Sif was on there from the Thor series. But so hopefully they bring out the uh, A list, but also you can't have She Hulk without Hulk. Yeah. At least if you're using like the traditional Stan Lee story. No, you with the to, blood transfusion, you know. You have to have somebody that is also believable as a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. And I would believe her as a lawyer. Yeah, um yeah, it'd be interesting casting. We'll see see what happens with that. Uh God, I feel like Lady Sif was totally underutilized. She was. Like, I feel there's a lot of characters, like one off characters like that in the MCU where it's like Okay, whenever to see you again, I guess. And her Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. appearance is one of the better episodes. Yeah, really? I was like, oh, okay. season one, but it, it was good. Yeah, she's good. She was underutilized. But a lot of people from that Thor universe are because it's Thor and Loki, and then there's not yeah, time for much still, else. So. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move to comics. Um, any, any, looking back on last week, anything that stuck out? I know that, like, Hell Arisen was snatched up, yeah, number three, because of the punchline appearance. a lot. Yeah, but uh, anything other than that that uh, was bought that kind of threw you for a loop or stuff to go back and uh, try to add to your pull box? No, I have to try to remember what. What came out last <laughs> we week? Sold, I know. We sold through a lot of stuff, yeah. like, even ahead of uh, yeah. release. It's like a crazy, crazy week, and it doesn't look like it's going to slow down this week. They already have another book that's the same exact kind of like where no one's going to have enough of them. But everyone's gonna want it. Which yeah. book is that? Batman ninety. Yeah. And that now is that because of another new character? We're we're, we're gonna be getting a lot of new characters because a new writer just took this over. It's the designer, yeah. right? The designer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool concept. I've seen like the like the pictures of him or of them. I don't know. Yeah, looks really cool. His outfit kind of looks like the Craven. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Craven the Hunter. Now is this within the current storyline, or are they just kind of doing one-off issues to introduce? A new rogues gallery. I think it's current storyline. Okay. Yeah, this is. I didn't the, know if it's an arc by Tinian or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a yeah. Um. I mean, it's, it makes sense that people want to have these characters because it does look like they're going to be important going forward. It's just really hard when we don't know enough about it to order them first. Yeah. Now, but you would order one for everyone whose pull box it was in, right? Mm-hmm. So is Batman not something that's in most people's pull box? Because you would a think. Lot of people's pull boxes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also one of those things where with 
Batman 89, for instance, it's one where, at least for our store, a lot of people signed up last minute to get it put in. And then at that point, FOC's closed. It's like, oh, well, yeah, you right can't now. do it. And then when they heard about Batman 90, it's one where that closed up, I think, two weeks ago. That's before mm-hmm. that. And so by the time they hear about that, they want to put it on the poll list. So I know for our store, we don't have enough for our poll list because people, more people are adding onto it now. But it's like, well, you're three weeks late. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much we can do anymore for yeah, this. Yeah, because, I mean, the orders, like you guys are always saying, three weeks ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably at least, right? I mean, so, some, sometimes cuts off before. Pre-order Joker 80th. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Batman 92, Batman 94, and Nightwing 20, whatever. There's two of them. There's two Nightwings that are coming out that are yeah. all have Punchline and all those guys in it. Go yeah. right now. I know for, like, the Adventure Begins show, I know mm-hmm. Ch- Chaz has this whole segment like, for the, the comic segment. He's like, yeah. Order this one, and he has all the names mm-hmm. down. Like, I'm giving you the information now. Reserve it now. Because if you wait the week before, you're not going to oh, get it. Oh, and don't forget Batman Secret Files number three yep. also. Yeah, Surprise! So hey! <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's like, people don't get that. It's like, you can't... The previews come out pretty pretty quick for a lot of that stuff, and you should be able to... And they don't in, say on them, you should buy 500 of these because they're going to be a hot new character in it. Yeah. Yeah. Love DC. Yeah. It doesn't say that. It doesn't there. say that. But it's like you gotta you do like five minutes of trolling on the internet for future stuff to find it though. Mm-hmm. It's just like it just happens please, to be just... two minutes after FOC closes. Yeah. I noticed you skipped over Batman ninety three, so is there something about ninety two and Oh I don't know. I'm sure or... now that okay. it doesn't have anything slated to be in it, but I guess I'm gonna my orders Let's be real. Just because yeah. <laughs> you don't know anymore. Who knows? Tinian, I love you. Thank you for making everyone care about comic books and really want to come in and pick them up on Wednesdays. Thank you. I don't want to make it seem like I'm complaining. Cause oh, I no, it's really just like, it but like sometimes you guys don't have the information that you wish you would have had, you know, yeah. when the order closed. So. I just don't like it when people yell at me or yeah, well, that's not cool. the store and be like, do you, you can tell what they're after. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't have any more of that book that I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm like, for. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, but why don't out. you? Yeah. I, I had a call the other day for the, uh, it's more of like, I'm like on the game side more than in comics. This guy has a list of like seven games he's looking for. And like three of the which we had. And it's like, cool, we can hold these for if you want. So I don't know. The other four were like Kickstart games where like, those are hard to get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless they're like being massively produced on like a nice scale. And so he's going through this and like of the seven, like so we didn't have four of them. He's like, you guys are pretty heavy on the on the, the the board game side of things, are you? So I'm sitting in my little cubicle in the front register. I'm like, I, just, I look out the window. I'm just like, yeah. Well, actually, I think we have one of the biggest uh, you know selection of the area. It's like, well, it's like, well it, it seriously, could, it's just like, ugh. it just seems like they're trying to come in and swoop in and get something that's selling for a lot on eBay. Yeah, because with Kickstarter games, you have to be in the Kickstarter. It's yeah. Like, well, yeah, sir, once it closes, you're done. Sir, you're asking for Kickstarter games. Why not next time just fund the game if it's, you yeah, care about it? Yeah. yeah. And that would probably come off rude, but it's like you have to be... It's a Kickstarter game. It's limited edition. Yeah. You can't get something limited edition after the fact without paying a, a jacked-up price. Totally. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's, and, I, and I'm sure I'm sure if it's something... If the Kickstarter was going on and he came to your store and were like, hey, you guys might want to get in on this. Totally. Because yeah. some Kickstarters have like retail, yeah, special. And with know, how many there special are? Special bundles hard to keep for retailers. Yeah. Oh, so there's a lot. And it's like you never know which one's gonna be the next big thing until it's too late. <laughs> like uh, Wingspan is a board game. Is one where it's like we can't keep that in stock. 
the minute we get it, it's it flies out the door. And so... I'll give you one, and this is comic-based. Uh, the mind management game is about to go up on Kickstarter mm. for Matt Kent. Oh, man. So, probably probably won't be released until, like, October or so. Yeah. But I think that Kickstarter is this month. That's kind of cool. I almost said next month, because it's February flew by. But it's March now. Back on Kickstarter games. Uh, I found the best thing. It's yeah? Been fully, it's been fully uh, funded. It's great. If you're into RPGs at all, and if you're at all interested in telenovelas... Whether you actually like to watch them or make fun of them. Heck yeah. Uh, Passion de la Passions is coming out here soon. It is a tabletop RPG in which you uh, take the role of various archetypes through a telenovela. And uh, you have to go through different encounters with the other characters. And everyone else who's not in them. And they, how they react gives you more experience or stuff like that. And you, you kinda, it's based around like this, this, this telenovela stuff. And so you get, you get archetypes such as the gentleman or the twin. Or you don't get to play as both twins. You only get to choose one or talk to another character. Um, the matriarch, or even my favorite, El Efe. <laughs> it's oh, just yeah. like I'm going through, and I'm like, this is a chance to be super uh, sensitive in terms of racial matter, depending on how they do stuff. At the same time, as a white guy, I'm in. <laughs> it's like it just seems like I want this now. So now, if you ever play Vampire the Masquerade, this is like okay. almost a joke version of it. It's be fantastic. Wait, is anything like Hidden Werewolf or no? A little bit, yeah. A little bit, okay. Because when you say RPG, I don't know if it's like a long form game where you come back and play multiple times and build up. Yeah, you, yeah, you can. Like yeah, hit, I guess whatever the equivalent of hit points, Emmys, maybe. Yeah. Daytime Emmys. Daytime Emmys. Yeah. But I see, it's one where it's like it, just, it seems super interesting and totally should keep your eye out for it. So while we're on the topic of Kickstarter games. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just I think the best advice would to be come in and have a. Nice conversation yeah. with your local comic book shop owner or manager and say, hey, what's some stuff coming out the next few months that's going to be hot? Yeah. Or Super if you see something on Kickstarter, hey, there's this thing on Kickstarter. I don't know if I'm going to get it right now, but is that something you guys would have in later? Because for a guy to name seven games, you got three of them. The other four are probably impossible to get right now. Because it's a Kickstarter game. Well, one of them was a Kickstarter for 2006. Yeah. Which I haven't seen on a shelf in years. It's yeah. like, how do you expect me to get this, my guy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, check check eBay listings, I guess. But Go to the bay. It's like Kickstarter was around 2000. Wait, wait. It's like an old, old Kickstarter. But yeah. But I'm sure working in a comic book store, you can see the telltale signs, whether someone's running in with their hair on fire looking for a book that's mm-hmm. going on eBay for 40 bucks oh, and yeah. it comes out, or yeah. some out-of-print game or action figure or whatever. It's like kind of, eh. We this secretly, is you have to deal there's with. a type. really, really want to have the thing for them so badly. Yeah. yeah. To be yeah. like, I want to make your day. It's just sometimes we just can't. But also yeah. sometimes you it's... probably tell they're just going to buy it and try to turn it and make a buck. And it's like, but that's I my I can't job. be mad at that, but <laughs> no. No. sometimes we just don't have the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad when someone comes in here, yeah, I'm looking for this or this or this, and it's like, I don't have any of it, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I want to help you, my guy. Yeah. Um. So this week, we have Flash 750. Now, is this yeah. just one of those deals where it's like convenient to jump back to the number because it's a nice, big round number? I think they are doing this, but for, for, they did it for Wonder Woman. Yeah. They're doing it for this. They're going to do it for Robin. Oh, what what number Robin is Robin gonna be on? Seven fifty. No way! Wait, Robin. That's what they. Yeah, no, yeah. There's not Luce. 
No, definitely not, not not Goldfinch. We're talking about Robin. No, but there is no way Robin has had like seven hundred and fifty books named Robin. No, right? but it he probably it's, has been in seven hundred and fifty books with And that's all that matters. Batman, oh odds are they're doing the you know the counts as math. I guess. <laughs> no, that just blows my mind because I remember in the nineties like Robin one, Robin mm-hmm. two, Robin three, but those were so only like six issues each. Yeah. Uh, and those are like six. I mean, does he even have a? Is there a Robin book right now? Mm-hmm. No. And was there one in uh, New Fifty Two? Um, I don't think there was. Like so. just straight up Robin. I think he's been like the other Robin esque character. Okay. Well, I'll I'll look Maybe. that up and then and you know uh, so Catwoman and Joker those mm-hmm. are both coming up what in April. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joker's oh. just called the 80th. It's not one of the... Okay. Oh, oh and same thing with Catwoman. It's the mm-hmm. 80th. 80th anniversary. Those are, big those are going to be big. Um, Hopefully. So this Flash 750, just exercise issue, I think it's, what, seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, John Two Johns seasons. and Marv Wolfman, um, amongst others. So, if you're a Flash fan, pick it up, because that'll be fun. I'll talk uh, you. One, I think the number one I'm looking forward to this week is Strange Adventures number one. Mm-hmm. Written by Mr. Miracle's team of Tom King and Mitch uh, Jarrett's. Because if you read that, it was awesome. It won five Eisners in 2019. huge buzz for this book, by the way. Yeah. And I think Adam Strange is one of those characters like Mr. Miracle was, where I've always been cognizant that they exist, Mm -hmm. do not know much at all about them. I'm super psyched to find out. And this is, and I like, I like it. When I know how many books the series is going to be, so this is a 12, yeah. 12 issue series. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a Doomsday Clock twelve issue series. No, no, I think it's going to be more like uh, the Vision. Okay, they did for Marvel and Mister Miracle. I think it's going to be good. Okay, and I did get to see the the uh, Strange Adventures, like the uh, they had a mock copy of it that was mm. un. No, I think it was the full one. That I sped read, and I was like, well, I'm so glad I over-ordered on this book. So yeah. glad, so glad. It's amazing. And then one last one, Strange Academy number one. Yeah. Which sounds That's like Harry Potter, too. but with with uh, Doctor Strange's Dumbledore Guaranteed to have first appearances, because all those kids are Oh, yeah. Oh, Kid yeah. wizards, right? Yeah. And it's also going to have appearances by people like... Sorcerers. Sorcerers. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Are they? They're not wizards? Mm-hmm. They're okay. sorcerers. That's right. That's fine. Please get the terminology right, or please get out. Well, what if there is a character named Wizard the Sorcerer? Um, super then in that confusing. case, first appearance. First appearance. Strange <laughs> Academy number one. Yeah. They are practitioners of the magical arts. Yeah, uh, I'm very intrigued by the duo of Scotty Young and Humberto Ramos, because I love Ramos' art. And Scotty Young is really good when he's yeah. giving control of his own book. Uh, Jarek, the rest I'm going to turn over to you for the last few minutes here. Oh, uh, man. Star Wars High Republic. I am, like geeking out about this internally, yeah. externally, metaphysically, uh, mentally. It's going to be great. Um, so Project Luminous, which was LucasArts' big, like, wrapped-up secret plan of what they're doing next for the Star Wars universe, has finally been revealed. Now, is this movies or just books for at first? So it's going to be books for now. Uh, the plan is, uh, this is a Star Wars High Republic, is this Project Luminous, is what it is. Um, it's going to start off in books of all forms, whether it's kids' books, Young adult novels, uh, adult novels, and graphic novels, comics. They're getting all five of the novel varieties. <laughs> um, it's going to have a whole expansive universe. It's an area about 200 years before uh, Phantom Menace. 
and it's it's a completely open part of Star Wars history. Uh, if you go back to any of the old now Legends canon, um, this is untouched. This is a place where they really haven't done much, which is which is going to make it super interesting. There's going to be fresh Star Wars stories featuring you know the rise of the pretty much the rise of the Jedi and the Galactic Re- uh, Republic, or at least this rendition of the Galactic Republic. Um, the promo art has a Wookiee Jedi on it, which is enough to sell any really serious fan, because come on, yeah. a creature that can rip your arms off on a bad day, now given the power to the, you know, access to the Force and a lightsaber, oh, <laughs> sold. Um, so it's really going to be really cool, because uh, it talks about the Republic as it grows, and it's um, going to be a lot of stories of like civilization coming to the West, essentially, where it's, uh, you know, Jedi are knights of the round table. They're, you know, doing peacekeeping missions within this growing, fledgling Republic. Well, you also have almost, like, Wild West Sheriff Jedi on the fringes, kind of maintaining peace and order and doing things. And uh, the new villains of this arc, um, which I believe are going to be somehow tied back into the Sith, um, are almost like these space piratey kind of uh, band of rogues and rebels that are kind of living in these outskirts as Law and Order comes on in. Um, there's a lot of fan theories out right now that this is what's going to be tying into like the the idea of the revenge of the Sith because we really don't know what's going on there. Why is why is Palpatine getting revenge after all these years uh, for what happened to the Sith? Um, the, the, the the overall thought is it's going to eventually tie in, but um, as of right now, it looks like it's going to be just books uh, of those five varieties coming in for the next while. But I think there's talks of like 2022 about uh, talk of producing a new movie set in that era um, and kind of further expanding on it. But as of right now, these works have n- uh, will not interfere with the current Disney you know, hierarchy of parents. Sure. Um, it's going to be a really cool, really exciting time period for the Star Wars universe. Um, I'm very much excited for those of you who can't see this stream because uh, <laughs> I love this. This is so cool. It's a, it's a brand new universe, essentially. And as far as we know, not tied to any other character. As of right now, not officially tied. Um, there are, you know, the, the 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 fan rumors of a young Yoda showing up. Um, there might be probably like a one-off story featuring him. But the I think the plan is to flesh out this time period rather than you know do a canonical you know telling of a single character. I think that's I think that's what overall Star Wars is going for. Is it's more about what's happening as opposed to following a single family. Because uh, that's going to really tie against, you know, the Skywalker arc, which is Star Wars as we know it. Mm-hmm. So, as far as I know, it's brand new. And if we could somehow get like a Seven Samurai or Dirty Dozen, you know, with with Jedi, yeah. that'd be awesome. No, and I think that's. I mean, <laughs> with this 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 time period is going to open it up for stuff like that. I mean, I would love to see a Seven Samurai with like you know seven seven Jedi doing that. Yeah, and kind of just like how. Maybe not how they came to be, but kind of like the essence of the Jedi helping people against the Sith yeah. or whatever. Or maybe you see something you're not expecting, like a, a Sith hunting Jedi. Yeah. Like, you know, Honestly, yeah. like Jedi hunting the Sith down, and that's why totally. Revenge of the Sith happens. No, and like I said, there's, there, there's just so much up in the air right now with it. And so it's going to be it's it's going to be really cool, really fun time. There are going to be comics coming out, so if you are a Star Wars fan, I do recommend um, looking into that. I think May... Is what I've heard for you know when stuff like that is going to start going live. Yeah, uh, with celebration, I know I, I oh, saw yeah. that much where it's going to they're going to launch. I think the uh, the children's books. Yeah, at, at celebration. So. so like there's like stuff's coming out soon. So this is going to be one where um, you don't have to wait, you know, a year or two for 
news about Obi-Wan Kenobi's yeah. show. This is, they have, the stuff has been in production, they've been doing this under wraps for a long time, and it's finally coming out. And do you, do you think because of the different ways they're attacking this, with, like you said, on all fronts, five different types of books, is it going to be the same characters, or, you know, are they going to introduce a character in the comics and simultaneously have a children's book out with the same characters for a younger audience? Or do we not really know? It pretty much sounds like they can do whatever they want. <laughs> I think they, there there are going to be tie-ins, I believe, but yeah. it's not one where it's like you're reading Harry Potter, you have to read all of them in a certain order to get right. this. It's okay. going to be one where if you... Um, like another one is the Black Library for Warhammer. They have a lot of books where they have references to former books. So there's, a, you know, there's a reason to want to read it in order, but you don't have to. I think they're, gonna, they're, they're making this in a way where if you do consume all this various media... You're going to have that that insider insider knowledge. I mean, you're gonna have like, oh, cool. I remember when you know, kind of like Stephen. I remember King when you know Jen novels. Solo was in this book. And yeah, it was really cool. Ha ha. They brought her up in this too. Um, and it's it's I think it's gonna be cool. Yeah. Kind of like how Steve, yeah, like Stephen King, where like, it's, like where you know you might look, watch a movie and you're like okay, but then you realize that that character. His essence was in Dark Tower, or you know, whatever. yeah, Some, or like, like cool. That, it's you're not, you're you're reading. Um, I think it's the Wastelands, and Roland is cuts heads walking through uh, superflu-ridden uh, Colorado, and it's like one where if you've never read The Stand, you would never would have gotten that. You know, you know, you wouldn't have to, you know, get the Captain Trips references from that and all this cool stuff. It's, it's the more you read, the more you consume, the more you're going to be able to get out of it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they're just opening up. Uh, and then one last uh, comic book thing that I found super interesting. I love the movie Parasite. You know, mm-hmm. one best picture. Historic and doing that. So Bong Joon Ho's Parasite to be released as a graphic novel. That's going to be released by Grand Central Publishing, be 304 pages, and will be based off of his storyboards. Never heard of Grand Central Publishing. It's. I think uh, it looks cool. Um, and it's going to be. You know, that was a great story. It'll be interesting to see how that translates and if they beef up the storyboards at all. Because, yeah. I mean, they hire storyboard artists, so it's, it's like going to be yeah. good art anyway. But uh, that will be released on May 19th, which is the one-year anniversary of when the film debuted yeah, on the festival cool. circuit cool. last year. So, yeah, check that out. Um, that's about all I got. You know, guys, got anything else? I'm looking forward to the next big Star Wars thing for comic books is uh, the Bounty Hunters yep. book, which comes next week, I think? I think so, yeah. It's coming out soon. Um, with, and that's in addition to all this other stuff? No, it, it's part of... Well, it's uh, current, current, yeah, it's the part High Republic something else, right? High Republic's its own thing right now. Uh, the current Bounty Hunter stuff is set um, during the original trilogy, if I remember right. So characters um, we know? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, mm-hmm. that'll be something to look forward to in the next few months. Um, people are never going to be tired of Star Wars. No. no. And i got to catch up on Clone Wars, because that's been out weekly yeah on, uh, new series so far yeah. really worked totally worked yeah. well uh, thanks Jarek and Miss Jen and thank you for watching Nerd News Now part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online sponsored by Space Cadets Collection Collection and The Adventure Begins check out our other shows on Woodlands Online like Taste Buds Music Cafe The Adventure Begins Show Woodlands House and Home The Best You Weekly Fallout Sports Talk and Between the Trees Business Talk you can watch all these on Woodlands Online and our partner station, KBQT HD21, over the air on your television. All these shows and more on Roku Now. Search and add Woodlands Online Television to your streaming lineup. And you can now listen to our podcast show on Spotify, 
iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. So until next time, uh, what was I going to say? Something about probably breakfast. Back We're in Houston breakfast. watching your movies with uh, Houston. our house and ohm. It's pronounced <laughs> Houston. <laughs> no, but uh, until next time, we'll be back to talk all about this and more. For Jarek and Miss Jen, I'm Mark. See you next time. Nerd News Now.